Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination, and with the generous support of listeners like you. For more Nerdy Show podcasts, community forums, and learn how you can support this and other Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com. I'm Rock Upchurch, the artist on Rat Queens. And I'm Curtis Weeb, and I write that book, and you are listening to Nerdy Show. Welcome to Nerdy Show, a podcast dedicated to every facet of nerddom from comics and video games to science and technology. If it's geeky, we've got it covered. I'm Cap. I'm Hex. I'm Doug. I'm Josh. And this is a Nerdy Show Microsode. That's where you, the listeners, you support the show, well, on the entire network because we're completely fan-supported, and then, if you time your support correctly, you get to choose what we talk about for 15 minutes. Mr. J. Muir did just that, generously contributing to us, and uh, he wants us to do a dramatic reading from Heroes of Destiny, Episode 1, Eternal Nights. He says, uh, I'd like to have you guys do a reading because it's hilariously bad. Seriously, it reads like Zelda slash Final Fantasy fan fiction. Wait, wait, wait. Slash fan fiction? Forward slash. Okay. I gotta be clear before we start reading this thing. <laughs> <laughs> he, he sent us uh, a shoebox filled with goodies from, <laughs> from Canada. Including ketchup flavored Lay's. I'm not sure. These may be available in the U.S. I'm not sure. That sounds great. There you go. Ketchup flavored Lay's on the table. Sounds really good. And a hardbound self-published copy of Heroes of Destiny Episode 1 Eternal Nights by Kevin Wong. And also a book of Lego haiku. This book is uh, like just a few times. Like we're like, oh, I don't know if we'll be able to find something. I just opened the page like twice (laughs) before this. And and Mr. LaForge is doing the same. I I just can't stop laughing. No! cried Sakaro as he saw his beloved unicorn Sundancer collapse before his very eyes. <laughs> That's Sa- so beautiful. Sakaro <laughs> then instantly ran to the side of Sundancer. What happened? asked Kevin with great concern and compassion to Sakaro. Sundancer, she used her horn to kill the monster, said Sakaro as he sobbed and held the dying Sundancer in his arms. But a unicorn can't live without its horn. The moment a unicorn loses its horn, it dies. (laughs) And just at that moment, Sundancer closed her eyes, and she died. And Sekiro, devastated at the loss of his best friend, began to weep and cry uncontrollably, inconsolably, tears. (laughs) It's beautiful. This This book. Are we going to crack open some of the ketchup ladies? Yeah, I'm doing it right now. Do it to it. It also has a message from Kevin Wong. Oh, good. In the intro, Mr. LaForge. Okay. This is from Justin Wong. Uh, Kevin Wong. Sorry, sorry. Justin Wong's a different person. Uh, (laughs) Really? (laughs) Justin Wong gave us his brother's book. (laughs) All right. Dear friends and hopefully future fans, 
I hope you enjoy this gift of my book. It literally comes from me to you. <laughs> this is a handwritten inscription. Yeah, no, this, it, is, this is, is not printed. This is the, exactly. written on the cover. Should my book find a special place in your heart, I hope you will tell many people, especially your friends, family, and loved ones, about me and my book. I also hope that you will send or mail me a message letting me know my book touched you too. Until then, take care, and I wish you all the best. Your friend, Kevin. It's lovely. I don't. I don't yeah, it's nice. I, 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 it's not as funny as the rest of his book. No. <laughs> well, Characters. the book is being shared with friends and loved ones. It, yes. We are enjoying it. This, you're going to find gold immediately. I have a question, said Gray to Inqua. Ianqua. Do you know anything about the black orbs that can't be destroyed? <laughs> That's random, random page. <laughs> Chapter 15, The Dream Seeker. <laughs> From Heroes of Destiny. <laughs> When Kevin, Lana, and Gray, as well as their new friends, returned to Eternia Town, it was, <laughs> it was nearing sundown. A beautiful time of day in Eternia Town. <laughs> <laughs> However, that beautiful time was magnified all the more by the fact that the three eternal friends, Kevin, Lana, and Gray, <laughs> the eternal friends, Kevin, <laughs> had been away from their home for so long, and so... Overjoyed at the priceless sight of seeing their beloved home of Eternia once again. Or is it Eternia Town? No, Eternia. Oh, so like He-Man. Well, I, I think it's more like Kansas City, but that's in, <laughs> but that's in Missouri, right? <laughs> All right. The Eternal are they? So it, Eternia are, wait, are they? Are they Eternal friends because they're friends forever, or just because they're friends from Eternia? Maybe they're the only <laughs> the only citizens of Eternia Town, so they are the Eternal friends. Or they're only are, they're only only citizens that are friends. Maybe everyone else hates each other. Maybe they're the only members of the local Quidditch team. <laughs> and that's their name. Every single one of Kevin, Lana, and Gray <laughs> st started crying tremendous tears of joy. And they yep. held each other in their arms <laughs> and began jumping up and down as if they had just had a beautiful baby together. What? <laughs> You're, You're not making this up. This I am, <laughs> no, I'm not making this up. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I want to film that scene. <laughs> In reality, the three friends had been gone from eternity for eight days and nights. However, to Kevin, Lana, and Greg, <laughs> it felt like they had been gone from Eternia forever. <laughs> had they been gone from eternity or Eternia? Did there, was there really a typo there? No. But despite how thrilled they were to be back home, Kevin... Lana and Gray would soon have to get used to being away from home, for they would soon be away from Eternia. And this time, it would be for far longer than just several days, or even weeks of time. And because of how incredibly happy everyone was to be home again, the new ship of the party was the last thing on anyone's mind. Plus, Ortega specifically requested that no one come to see him at the dockyards until after noontime tomorrow anyways. And so... Sheesh. <laughs> Ortega, that Ortega. jerk. And so the party began talking to one another about what they were going to do now that they were finally back home. All right, everyone, said Kevin. This is our home of Eternia Town. <laughs> <laughs> Eternia Castle is at the town's other side. I live in Eternia Town with my mother, and Lana and Gray live in Eternia Castle with their parents. Oh my God. <laughs> You've been gone from home for so long, said Maria to Kevin. You should probably go home to see your mother. She's probably worried sick about you. And the same goes for you too, Lana. Gray, you should go home to see your parents too. 
But don't any of you want to meet my mother? Or Gray's parents? Or the king and queen of Eternia? Asked Kevin to the party. Of course we do, replied Maria on behalf of the party. But we know how badly your families want to see you right now, and so we don't want to interfere with those two priceless reunions. You, and you alone, should be with your families tonight. We can always meet your families tomorrow. Am I right, everyone? <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> right, agreed the rest of the party members with the thoughtful and intelligent Maria. But I'd really like it if you all stayed the night with my mom and I in my home, though, stated Kevin. Or I'm sure we could all stay in Eternia Castle with Lana and Gray. And I also want to show you around the town and castle. They keep doing this thing where they do an ellipses before the punctuation. So it's like, show you all around the town and castle, dot, 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 exclamation point. Oh, fuck me. That's not good. Here's a, here's a better one. Red marker all over this paper. Don't any of you want to do any of these things? Dot, 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 question mark, question mark. <laughs> of course what? we want to do those things too, replied Ileana. But like Maria said, Kevin, you, along with Lana and Gray, <laughs> should really spend tonight with your families. We can always meet them tomorrow. Trust us, Kevin. We'll be okay without you tonight. Well, said Kevin reluctantly while being secretly disappointed that he could not have things both ways. <laughs> as long as you won't mind not being with me, or with Lana and Gray, <laughs> tonight, then okay, we'll meet again tomorrow, I guess. Maria, would you like me to walk with you and everyone to the Inn of Eternia? Come on, Kevin, said Maria, while smiling. We're not babies. We can find our way around town. Although he was disappointed that his friends wanted him, and him only, <laughs> to spend tonight with his mother, and that his friends would be fine without him. Kevin quickly recovered from the disappointment, and so he wanted to make tonight as happy as possible for all of his friends. As such, Kevin immediately happily reached into his magic item pouch, retrieved all of his remaining and many thousand pieces of gold, <laughs> almost, all <of> which were <laughs> almost all of which would be given to him by King Elipteron, and a tiny humble amount of which was his own that he always carried with him. And he handed them all to Maria and said, Maria, there should be over 5,000 pieces of gold there. I counted. <laughs> Take it and check everyone into the Inn of Eternia in Eternia Town's marketplace, which is just a little bit north of here. <laughs> you can also use this gold to buy food, go shopping, or do anything and everything you or anyone else wants. Oh my gosh. How, <laughs> this is how gold works. <laughs> you exchange it for goods and services thing is, in Eternia so, Town. So, so it's this is written by Kevin Wong. The main character's name is Kevin. And he's... He wants everybody to be happy, and he has all the money so that everybody can have everything they want. It's like his ultimate fantasy is just be, to be loved by everyone. A good king. Yeah, just a really good king. He's not king yet. Right. Well, he will be someday. Well, I'm, I'm, I, <laughs> Lana and Gray's parents have to die first for him to be king. <laughs> Kevin, exclaimed Maria to Kevin, this is way too much gold. <laughs> How are we going to spend 5,000 gold pieces of gold in, in on, one night? Hold on. Dot, dot, dot. Question mark, question mark, exclamation point, exclamation point. Really? Yes. 5,000 gold pieces of gold? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. My oh, mistake, that should be 5,000 gold pieces of copper. <laughs> <laughs> As we know from video games, GP is just a term of universal currency. It could literally be anything. It doesn't have to mean gold pieces. You just say gold pieces because it's money in a video game. It's true, yeah, GP. It just means general purpose. Yeah. 5,000 pieces. That's good. I like 5, that. 5,000 general purpose. I like that. I like that, actually. <laughs> Kevin laughed and he replied to Maria, well, you don't have to spend it all. Just hold on to it and use what you need. And please, if you see anything you want to buy or do, then please feel free to buy or do it. Don't be stingy. I want you to use the money. 
And if you need more, then just come to my house and find me, and I'll give you whatever I have there, too. I live on the north side of town, close to Eternia Castle. It's the only house with fruit trees and fruit bushes in the backyard. Oh my so gosh. you can't miss it. <laughs> what a wonderful hero. <laughs> <laughs> well, said Maria, while continuing to smile at Kevin and his extraordinary generosity, <laughs> I'm sure we'll be fine. Okay, then, said Kevin, while smiling back to Maria and to all of his friends. I guess that's it, everyone. We'll just do our own things tonight, and then in the morning, I'll go get Lana and Gray. <laughs> And then we'll all meet you in Eternia Inn. Does that sound okay? Definitely agreed, everyone. And my mom will make sandwiches and we can eat them in the treehouse. <laughs> <laughs> so this is 435 pages of this. Yeah. Uh, and this is episode one. Yeah. Eternal Nights. It, it, it ends with a... Nights with a K. It ends with a to be continued on chapter 17. Oh, the, thank goodness. <laughs> the end dot 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 question mark question mark. <laughs> <laughs> chapter 11. Time's arrow. After crossing the Tuito Mountains eastward back into Eternia again and leaving behind the shrine of the mysterious entity known as Zerogen, the party reached the town of Tuppetspin, where the party arrived at the town. It was late in the morning. Tuppetspin was located directly north of the city of Islingal. <laughs> and much like Islingal, Tuppetspin was also renowned for its scientific and scholarly achievements. Is everything north of everything? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. I mean, you live in a spiral. Yeah. <laughs> However, unlike Isengal and its broad range of professions and professionals, <laughs> Tuppet Spin was entirely devoted to the fields of research and academics, and as such, it was comprised almost entirely of studious scientists and professors. And not wanting to waste a moment of time, they arrived in Tuppet Spin. Wenge Hayes asked various citizens where the professor he was seeking, the one who had made a great discovery recently regarding the fusion of magic and alchemy, lived. And they all directed the party to walk to the house at the far side of town. Just go to his house. He's not busy. <laughs> Here's his home, said Wenge Hayes to the party. <laughs> As they approached a house that matched the description and location the Tuppetspin citizens had oh mentioned. God. And as such... Uh, Wing Hayes knocked on the door of the house. <laughs> coming, coming, hollered a high-pitched male voice from behind the door, and then after a few unlocking sounds were heard, the door swung open. <laughs> the man who opened the door had a long, wiry mustache, <laughs> and he was wearing a monocle. <laughs> Good day! <laughs> I, you, 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 you fuse the two by playing this wonderful board game. <laughs> he had a long lab coat and gloves, and several strange tools were clipped to his front coat pocket. He appeared to be very eccentric, perhaps appropriate considering he was an inventor. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that monocle's not just for show. <laughs> Why, hello there, said the man after he opened the door to see the party of friends standing before him. Oh. Who are you? <laughs> hello, said Wang Hayes. <laughs> My name is Wang Hayes. <laughs> and these are my friends. We're here to find a professor who's made a great discovery recently regarding magic and alchemy fusion. Is that you? <laughs> no, I'm the butler. <laughs> 
replied the man while appearing overjoyed that the group of visitors knew about his work. That's me. My name is Mistraki. Dr. Mistraki. I am a professor of theoretical science, and I've just made my latest and greatest discovery. <laughs> I want to go back in time and film this with the same crew that made the original Batman. <laughs> what, Adam West Batman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we've come for a powerful scientist. <laughs> Is that you? <laughs> and of course, it's Burgess Meredith. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Ah, that's me. <laughs> what do you want? Uh, we might want to take over the scene in that style right now. <laughs> if you guys want to get on the same mic and share this book, let's take a look. Um, fuck it, we'll take a look. Yeah. Uh, well, Cap, you want to sit between us and if do I can the stop eating these or, chips. Sure, sure, they're yeah. actually quite yeah, delicious. We'll do that. Yeah. This is amazing. All right, so I'm Wang Hayes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <All right>. Wang Hayes. <laughs> it's a pleasure to meet you, sir. Stated Wang Hayes. You too, sir, you too. <laughs> Replied Dr. Miastrachi. Tell me, Wang Hayes, how did... At that moment, Wang Hayes and Dr. Miastrachi entered a small side conversation together. Man, what a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> Whispered Gray to Kevin while observing the odd-looking Dr. Miastrachi. Look, I know it seems strange. Whispered Kevin back to Gray while acknowledging the fact that Dr. Mistrachi <laughs> appeared odd. <laughs> I can't even deal with this. But let's give him a chance. Who knows? Maybe he can help us. Yeah, sure. Said Gray sarcastically. Anyways, my friends. <laughs> said Dr. Mistrachi as he finished speaking to Wang Hayes. Please, enter my home. I would love for all of you to see my latest work. And after he spoke, Dr. Maestrachi led the party into his living room area, at which point he asked, Tell me, what are your names? Identifying each of his friends as he spoke, Kevin replied... <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta get a thing in my mouth for like a cigarette, huh? <laughs> Kevin replied to Dr. Maestrachi, This is Gray, Lana, Sekiro, Shiradola, <laughs> Third Gun, Maria, and I'm Kevin. <laughs> Kevin! <laughs> Shit you not, there's maybe about nine question marks and exclamation marks. All caps. <laughs> what? I'll, I'll give it a... Kevin! Kevin! <laughs> Exclaimed Dr. Miastrachi so loudly and suddenly that he shocked the entire party into fright. Because Kevin is such an odd name. Then it's true! Dear gods, it's true! <laughs> Dr. Mastraki. <laughs> said Wang Hayes. My dear friend, please calm down. What's true? Everything I've ever believed in is a lie! That's what! <laughs> uh, actually, uh, everything I've ever believed in life. Oh, oh, like, oh, uh, everything. <laughs> I'm sorry, let me, let me take it again. Everything I've ever believed in life, that's what! Replied Dr. Miastrachi while beaming with obvious joy. <laughs> all of my research, all of my studies, was all based on a belief that I never knew was true. Until now! <laughs> Please, Kevin, come with me! <laughs> and after he spoke, Dr. Miastrachi enthusiastically dragged Kevin along with the rest of the party 
to his general laboratory, a large room filled to the brim with tables, chairs, chalkboards, <laughs> charts, graphs, books, papers, and various other intellectual-looking arts and ends. There was a couple doors, probably a bathroom. Chairs, the tables. <laughs> couple of windows. Here are the titles of all the books he owns. <laughs> Uh, Kevin, please read this letter. Implored Dr. Miastracci as he pulled a worn yellowed piece of paper down from the top of his bookshelf in his general laboratory. It was written 25 years ago by a man named Hancola. <laughs> or Hancola. <laughs> Hancloa. In the letter, he speaks of a young man named Kevin. And that's you, Kevin. Match the description of the Kevin in the letter perfectly. And if you are the same Kevin that Hunkloa speaks of, then apparently Hunkloa was a friend of yours. <laughs> Not only that, <laughs> according to this letter from Hunkloa, you saved his daughter, Liana, from dying a terrible death 25 years ago, too. According to this letter, <laughs> please read the letter. <laughs> Liana is an indescribably talented archer. And because you saved her in the past, she joined your party and returned with you to the present. <laughs> and in the present, <laughs> she apparently will help you to defeat the demons. <laughs> and <laughs> if that wasn't enough to get you excited, Kevin. <laughs> I wet your whistle, Kevin. <laughs> Here's the final piece of intrigue in the letter. <laughs> And Chloe mentions that today you, a young man named Kevin, would visit me, that today a time vortex would open, and that today you'd travel back in time through the vortex to save his daughter, Liana, and because of your heroism, Liana will return with you to today to help you to defeat the demons. <laughs> what? How's that for perfect? <laughs> it actually says that. <laughs> Time travel! <laughs> Exclaimed Grace sarcastically. That's it! I'm going home! <laughs> Hold on a second, Gray, said Kevin and to his best friend. Let's hear him out. What's there to hear? Replied Gray. <laughs> I don't need to hear some old kook talk about stuff that can't be done, even if it can be done. Who would want to risk doing something so stupid as to travel through time? <laughs> I would. <laughs> Kevin said defiantly to his equally defiant best friend, Gray. Please, continue your story, Dr. Maestrachi. Thank you, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Replied Dr. Maestrachi happily to Kevin, and then he continued telling his story. <laughs> oh, God. Now, the first thing you need... <laughs> this is torture. <laughs> the first thing you need to understand, Kevin, is that Hancloa was a powerful alchemist. <laughs> he knew everything about the mysteries of magic and of the world, including the most occult beliefs and philosophies. With that knowledge in his mind, allow me to tell you, it has long been argued in both scientific and magic circles, <laughs> that when the planets of the universe are in specific alignment... <laughs> the planets of the universe? The planets of the universe. <laughs> and when certain energies are present in our planet of Eternium... That at a certain place and at a certain time... Hold on, text. hold on. The planet is Eternium? Yeah. So yeah. there's Eternia City of Eternium. Yeah, what of it? 
<laughs> it's a really small place. Well, I mean, in his in Kevin's defense, Hex, we do have Dorita Donia in hey, 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 hey. <laughs> in the That's the realm. That's not like the key, the whole Yeah, you're right. It's not the whole world. They don't have a concept of a whole world that I know <laughs> of. Except for maybe magicians and shit, mm. but whatever. Sorry, sorry. At, a certain, at a certain time and a certain place, a time vortex can be made to appear with the very right combination of alchemy and magic. That was Hancloa's theory 25 years ago, and now, 25 years later, I have proved it to be true! <laughs> By opening my door! <laughs> and assuming that such a vortex can be made to appear, what does it matter? Asked Gray to Dr. Miastrachi. It matters if time is to be as it was, and as it should be. <laughs> People say sir and ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> Answered Dr. Miastrachi. Oh, here we go. Think of time as a line. <laughs> Here we go. And that, <laughs> and that that line consists of a series of events that have already happened, that are currently happening, and that will happen. Imagine, then, that all events that will occur have already occurred. And as such, events that are supposed to occur will always occur when we eventually arrive at them in what we know to be as a present. Finally... Imagine that the line of time is not infinite, and that at a certain point, the end of the line will become the beginning again. These three tenets form the essence of temporal theory. Do you understand? I do. <laughs> <laughs> Acknowledged, Kevin. Intrigued by Dr. Miastrachi's insight into temporal mechanics. Please continue. <laughs> Excellent, Kevin. <laughs> Complimented Dr. Miastrachi, highly impressed by Kevin's keen and open mind. Now, imagine that at some point in time, someone traveled backwards or forwards and... <laughs> all around and upside down. In, ...in time and then returned to their original time again. In that case, for time to be as it should be, that person would always have to do what they did every single time they came to that same point. In time, when they traveled backwards or forwards in time for the first place. <laughs> Correct? I suppose. Replied Kevin, uncertain as to what to believe regarding this complicated point in this even more complicated topic. <laughs> Jesus. Please continue, Dr. Mastrock. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. <laughs> do you understand? I do. <laughs> I lament that, uh, that Dr. Miastrachi and his, his new friend... Wang Hayes didn't get as much back and forth. As uh, yeah, 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 it should have been. It should have been. Uh, Kevin is. We're playing it by ear, though. I'm yeah, like... Wang Hayes. <laughs> Hi, my name's Wang Hayes. Said Wang Hayes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, how much do you think a gold piece weighs? Because it's a gold piece, right? Like it's not GP. It's a gold piece. Five thousand. Well, he had a magical, well, it was a magical pouch. No, but but he took them all out of the pouch and handed them to somebody. That's right. right. And he handed them all to one, like handed. So them when to she them. goes, "This is too much," she didn't mean too much, buddy. She meant she's, too she's much. She's buried. To she's buried under it. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> It's okay. Because a gold piece would be like an ounce, right? They, and they were like specifically gold pieces of gold. <laughs> yeah. We know that they were gold. Hold on. I'm going to find out how much 5,000 gold pieces weigh if they're an ounce well, a piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's okay. 5,000 ounces. 312 pounds. <laughs> so, it sounds like these are children. Well, I don't know if Kevin, they're not Lana, babies. and Gray, uh, I think they're actually heroes of yeah. destiny. They're not babies, Hex. Knights of Eternity. <laughs> Eternal Knights. <laughs> uh, so that We're not was babies, Hex. 
that was that was definitely an experience. Thank That's, you, Mr. Jamier, very much. Pull Thank quote, you. pull quote from Nerdy Show. Here's a destiny. They're not babies. <laughs> <laughs> if you find it in your heart to send us episode two. <laughs> Well, and, and as it stands, if you guys, if you guys liked us uh, reading from this, uh, if you want more, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll I'll do, read more. We'll That's do more. Let us know what you think. Comment on this episode's page. Talk to us in the forums and uh, hit that. You name a character you want to read uh, <laughs> as a certain character, and yeah. we'll do our best to provide that character. Either to from you. the DC or Marvel pantheons. <laughs> <laughs> this book is just so unique, where you can really turn onto any page and have entertainment. Yeah, That's it's like a, it's a, like uh, Juliet by the Marquis de Sade. Like you pick up. <laughs> You pick any page and you just go, oh, here we go. <laughs> so I guess this is it's what we're doing adventure. now. <laughs> it is actually quite incredible for that reason alone. So, yeah, thank you, Mr. Jamier. If you would like to request a Nerdy Show microsode, all you have to do is watch out for our Nerdy Show support drives. It happens every month. It's how the entire network gets supported. And at every $100 mark, 100 200 300 if you're the person who pushes us over that mark, you get to pick a microsode. So uh, Mr. Jamier did that. You can do that, too. Let's thank have you. fun. Yeah, thank you. That, yeah. Also, that was very fun. That was actually. very fun. Yeah. You can also be a hero of destiny. <laughs> you be Eternal Knight. And get your own microsode. <laughs> <laughs> and this month, some awesome people have supported us, including some fine folks celebrating the release of a new episode of Dungeons and Doritos. Big Bad Shadow Man said, here's five bucks for D&D. And Brent Richard said, great, Dungeons and Doritos. But up until recently... That was the only support we'd had so far, and it's almost the end of the month, and we had far less than half of our minimum goal of the $300 it takes to run the network every month. But fortunately, Eric Maxiner stepped up to the plate. He is a first-time donor, and he was amazingly generous. We are now over half, but we still need your help. Eric said, this has been a long time coming. Thanks for all the nerdiness in the past year. In one fell swoop, on top of what Big Bad and Brent Burchard had already contributed, Eric scored not one, but two microsodes. And when I asked him what topic he'd like us to cover, he has instead offered both of his microsodes to whomever pushes us over the $300 mark. So, if you are the person who helps us make our minimum goal this April of 2014, you will get not one, not two, but three microsodes totaling a minimum of 45 minutes of us talking about the topics of your choosing. That's almost an average episode length. So if there's some stone that's gone unturned that you think us here at Nerdy Show should focus our beady little eyes on, then my fine friends, you know what to do. If you find folks can't support Nerdy Show monetarily, well, we understand there's other ways you can help. For example, telling a friend about Nerdy Show. If they're not listening to Nerdy Show or one of your favorite programs like Dungeons & Doritos or any of the number of shows we have on the Nerdy Show Network, just spread the love and spread the word. Or if you do any online shopping, be it for, you know, home goods or DVDs, if you do it over at Amazon, just click the link on Nerdy Show's front page and you can find out how all your purchases at Amazon can give back to Nerdy Show. It's that easy. Stuff you're buying anyway, it can all contribute. Only you can keep the Nerdy Show Network rocking. We love you bunches. Taking Us Out is a brand new track from the band Nuclear Bubble Rap. It's called Extinct, and it's from their latest record, their third, Psycho Delicacy. We've just recently added these guys' library to Nerdy.fm, our 24-7 streaming nerd music channel. If you like all the music we play here on Nerdy Show, then we've got the website for all your listening needs. Nerdy.fm. 
It's a curated playlist of all the best in every genre of nerd music. And if you like that, then just stay tuned for our new nerd music show, The Nerd Groove, hosted by Sci-Fried and Nerdy FM's Dr. Vern, coming soon. Anyway, thanks so much for listening. Bye, I'm Cap. Bye, I'm Hex. Bye, I'm Doug. Bye, I'm Josh. Will those listeners turn out to be heroes of destiny? <laughs> Tune in next time. Same nerdy time, same nerdy channel. <laughs> Will Wang Hayes finally be able to defeat Dr. Maestrocki? Find out next on Heroes of Destiny. <laughs> Oh
Oh, hey, you made it to the end of the episode. Well, I've got some sexy secret things to tell you. Uh, not really too secret. I do say them at the end of every episode. But if you liked what you heard, it is imperative that you follow my every word. First, I want to thank you for listening to Nerdy Show. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows in the Nerdy Show network alive by telling a friend, rating and reviewing us on iTunes, shopping at nerdyshow.com store, or, most importantly, by directly donating to the network. Any size contribution gets you exclusive Nerdy Show outtakes, dramatic readings, images, and other crazy stuff and lets you participate in our monthly support drives. Just go to nerdyshow.com support to chip in. But if you really want to level up, find out how you or your company can underwrite this or other Nerdy Show programming. Just visit nerdyshow.com sponsorships. For more episodes of Nerdy Show, as well as other fine programs, community forums, videos, articles, and more, head over to nerdyshow.com. You can subscribe to all Nerdy Show podcasts via the iTunes store, and for the latest news, follow us on all your favorite social networks. So to recap, tell a friend, donate to the show, and connect with the entire Nerdy Show network crew online. We're glad to be your home for authentic nerdy entertainment. That's a pretty good trip. I like it. Mm-hmm. A little vinegar to it. Yeah. Well, so does ketchup. Yeah. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.